0: You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, busy day, everybody, here on this Monday, March 11th, and a Tuesday, March 12th. Free agency is underway, and this is Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you, talking Detroit Lions football, and what a big day it is, as the Lions have announced, or they haven't announced, they've announced one signing, there's another reported signing out there, and they both address needs. We'll tell you about the newest Detroit Lions, Danny Amendola and Justin Coleman, coming up in a little bit right here on the podcast. Also, Lions reportedly in the mix for some big-name free agents. We'll tell you who those guys are. And i got to be honest, all of these fit a need. All of these are guys that excite me. I kind of like where the Lions are starting off in free agency. We'll see if it continues. We'll get into that as well. Anthony Barr is another name that is out there. We'll talk about him too, and I have a trend that I'm noticing with Detroit Lions players that have been let go, and I don't love this trend. I don't quite understand it, but I see that it is totally the Patriot way, but I'll tell you about a trend that I see with the Lions getting rid of some veterans and why. We'll do that also here on Lockdown Lions, which you're listening to on the Locked On Podcast Network, whether it's on iTunes, uh, Amazon Alexa, Spotify, Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You tune in to us each and every day, and we appreciate that. We will have four shows for you this week with free agency kicking into high gear. Teams can officially announce signings on Wednesday, but right now we're in this tampering period where the Lions uh, can, can officially at least talk to agents of players and map out deals for unrestricted free agents. Now, guys that are street free agents that have been released by other teams, those guys are fair game. Uh, and can be signed, and that's why the Lions have made it official today with Danny Amendola, the wide receiver X of the New England Patriots and Miami Dolphins, uh, and they made that official this afternoon. And we'll talk about that and much, much more here on Lockdown Lions. Again, Matt Derry with you on this Monday. You can get a hold of me on Twitter, Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and also on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. All right, let's start with what is official today. The Lions have agreed to terms on a one-year deal, reportedly worth $4.5 million with Danny Amendola. Not a surprise. Veteran receiver at 33 years of age, 5'11", 190, a slot guy that will take the place of Golden Tate. He gets a one-year contract and with incentives can make an upwards of $5.75 million for next year. This $4.5 million that he gets is guaranteed. The Lions freed up that money by releasing Nevin Lawson over the weekend. They made that official Moments ago, at time of this recording, so Lawson saves the team five million by releasing the cornerback. They have his replacement. We'll tell you about that in a second. But as far as Amendola goes, I don't know why Lions fans and many of our listeners and and people that have been tweeting to me today are so up in arms about this. You know one thing: Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia are going to sign players that they know. Danny Amendola fits with the Lions' need. He's a slot receiver. He caught 60 passes last year from Miami for 575 yards and a touchdown. He's reliable. He's dependable. He's won two Super Bowls. And he knows the system. And he knows Matt Patricia. And as he said today, it's a demanding coach that asks a lot of you. It's a good veteran that you put in the locker room. And for 4 or $5 million, I, I'm all for it. You knew it was coming. You knew they were going to sign guys that they, they were familiar with. Amendola can play. Is he a little bit past his prime? Yes. Is he as good as Golden Tate? No. But he's not going to command or demand the kind of money that Golden's looking for in free agency. So I might be in the minority here, but I like the Amendola signing. It's a veteran now that you can put in the slot next to Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay and not worry about him. This isn't Jace Billingsley, and if we have to hope and pray he turns out. It's a guy willing to come to Detroit. It's a one year deal. He's a veteran. And he's going to be a nice security blanket for Matthew Stafford. So I applaud the Lions on the Danny Amendola signing. I think it's fine. I I, I didn't like it at first, and I was actually texting with one of my buddies, my buddy Al, about it. And I'm like, oh, God, this is typical. But the more I, I, I read up about him and realize this is a guy that, you know, is reliable, dependable, Matthew Stafford and the Lions need that. So I'm fine with Danny Amendola. The biggest news that has come out today is that the Lions have found a replacement for Nevin Lawson and a replacement really for somebody, you know, at that nickel spot at cornerback. And that is Justin Coleman, ex of the Seahawks and, of course, the Patriots. Tom Pellicero says a multi-year deal for Justin Coleman to come to Detroit. 25-year-old cornerback, played two stints in Seattle. Also had two, uh, two stints with the New England Patriots. Won a Super Bowl with the Patriots in 2016, playing for Matt Patricia. Now, during that 2016 Super Bowl run against the Falcons, Coleman actually got demoted <clears throat> excuse me, and benched for the playoffs. But we're looking at Ian Rappaport reporting, The Lions are signing nickel cornerback Justin Coleman to a four-year deal worth $36 million. Highest paid nickel in the NFL. Well, the Lions needed to address the cornerback position. Here's the thing about Coleman. He had one interception last year. It was against Matthew Stafford and the Lions. Young guy, 25 years old, knows the system. Uh, Out of Tennessee, two stints with Seattle, two stints with New England. Uh, High school teammates with Darius Slay down in Georgia. But the Lions attacking a need, and it's Justin Coleman. Wow, he gets four years. How about that? Well, there's your replacement for Nevin Lawson. And look, as a nickel, uh, a highest paid nickel in the league, you've got to figure he's going to be out on the field a lot. But it's probably not splashy. It's probably not some big name that that you know, but it addresses a need. And he's a pretty good football player, and he's young. He's 25. They're not signing a 30-year-old cornerback here. I like it. Now, do the Lions have this familiarity thing down pat? Yes. You've got to figure the next move is probably going after Trey Flowers. So they've got two expatriates in the mix. But the Lions needed help at corner. They still need another corner, in my opinion. Now that Lawson is gone, and I'm not relying on Tease Tabor to be the number two corner. I'm not relying on Deshaun Shedd. Jamal Agnew can be a dime guy. He can be your fourth corner. Lions need to address another corner spot. Maybe they do it in the draft. Who knows? But I like this signing as well. Justin Coleman is a guy that, you know, has made the rounds a little bit, starting with Minnesota, then two stints with Seattle and New England. But two organizations, the Patriots and Seahawks, had brought him back. And he had a successful season last year in the nickel for Seattle, played in every game, played about 60% of their defensive snaps pretty good football player and the lions definitely addressed a need Amendola and Coleman in Lawson out your thoughts would love to hear her from you on Twitter at Dairy speaks D-E-R-Y speaks and also on the Matt Dary Facebook fan page a reminder Lockdown Pistons boy are they playing good basketball or what they've won 12 of 14 Matt Shook host Lockdown Pistons right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network check it out each and every day Matt does a pretty good job Locked on MLB channel about to start as well. Um, But, hey, this should be fun. Locked on Pistons with Matt Shook as they make this playoff push, playing the Nets tonight. Reaction tomorrow. Check it out with Matt Shook. It's right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Up next, some names you'd never think the Lions were involved in, and reportedly they are. It's right here on Locked On Lions. All right, so let's get to some other names that the Lions have been linked to according to various reports. Fox 8 in New Orleans says Mark Ingram's days with the Saints could be numbered, but they're interested in bringing back the veteran running back. Lions need a veteran running back backup now that Garrett Blunt likely is gone. And according to Fox 8 in New Orleans, the Lions are one of five teams in the mix for Mark Ingram. Very, very interesting. I think he'd be a terrific compliment to carry on Johnson. Other names that have been out there linked to the Lions. A report over the weekend that the Lions were the favorites to sign outside linebacker and pass rush specialist Anthony Barr, who is hitting free agency ex of the Minnesota Vikings. I, I, you know, I'm not one to be giving Trey Flowers $17 million a year. Would Anthony Barr uh, um, uh, command that type of money? No. But I think Anthony Barr is fantastic. Uh, a really good football player, and, I, and a guy. I'm surprised that Minnesota uh, is letting go. Lions in on him. It's obvious that Detroit is in dire need of somebody with some speed on the outside that can get to the passer, uh, that can get to the passer, but also cover tight ends, cover backs out of the backfield, and make plays. So to see the name Anthony Barr and the Lions linked together over the weekend made me happy. But the name that I want that I'm there that I'm better off uh that I'm 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 happier to see Detroit being in the mix for and and again another guy I can't believe would be out there in free agency is CJ Mosley um <laughs> this is a guy that of course got bypassed by the Lions when they drafted Eric Ebron 5-year veteran First round pick of the Ravens in 2014 and is 26 years of age. Four time Pro Bowler is unrestricted, and the Ravens are not likely bringing him back. And according to reports, the Lions are one of the teams in the mix for Mosley. Like I said, this guy makes the Pro Bowl every year. Every year. Five years, 580 total tackles. I love him. Like, I understand that that guys make a lot of different moves in the NFL. I get it. And I understand that teams don't want to pay up sometimes for players and that this is part of the deal. But C.J. Mosley last year on 105 combined tackles, half a sack, five passes defended, and an interception. All he's done over his years in Baltimore is made plays in the middle as a linebacker. So I see that you know the Lions are talking to C.J. Mosley. That would be unbelievable. Now, again, it doesn't really fit with the Matt Patricia splashy signing, or excuse me, Bob Quinn splashy signing situation. Quinn seems to be going for the lower-level guys. This is a high-impact player, and I'll believe it when I see it, if he ends up in Detroit, but I would love to see C.J. Mosley, he of the Eric Ebron class, the 2014 draft, um, I, I, don't, I just, this is a playmaker. Four time Pro Bowler. I know we all want Landon Collins. We've heard Trey Flowers' name, uh, but CJ Mosley would be absolutely terrific. That's another name linked to the Lions, according to different reports. How about Tyron Matthew? Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, who has spent the majority of his career with the Arizona Cardinals and last season was. Um, with the Houston Texans. Texans have offered him a contract to come back at at around $9 million. But <laughs> reportedly the Lions are a few of the team are, are, are a bunch uh, excuse me, among the teams interested in the honey badger, that according to Aaron Wilson of the Baltimore Sun. Lions, Chiefs, and Texans interested in the Honey Badger. <laughs> you know, this is a guy, again, I, I love. 26 years old, you put him at safety next to um, Quandre Diggs. And look, would I rather have Landon Collins and the Honey Badger? Yes, but we're talking about another playmaker. And somebody that is a big hitter. Somebody that is a guy that can step in front of a pass or two. You know, I remember listening to Cardinals games on Sirius driving home sometimes with Dave Pass and Ron Wolfley and they just they raved about the honey badger. So, you know, another name that I love. I mean, we're talking Mosley. So Tom Pellicero said Lions are likely to be in on Mosley along with Ravens, Jets, Colts, Eagles, and Washington. Aaron Wilson, Baltimore Sun, Lions in on Tyron Matthew, along with the Chiefs and Texans. Um and Trey Flowers, according to ESPN's Dan Graziano, Lions are in the mix for him, but he might be asking for $18 million a year. Lions have started today with 45 million, around $44, $45 million to play with. All right. They've given Danny Amendola $5. They've given Justin Coleman 9 Still a lot of money for this football team to be spending in free agency, but I'm all for it. If you were to see the Honey Badger here, or Mosley, or Barr, or Flowers, we're looking at a different type of defense. And Lions fans, you can complain all you want. The defense was solid last year. It got better as the season wore on. System and Matt Patricia, we might be talking about something here. But you've got to add playmakers. Coleman is a playmaker. Barr would be a playmaker. Mosley would be a playmaker. The Honey Badger would be a playmaker. Man, I love the Honey Badger at LSU. My goodness gracious. And I and I never understood why Arizona let him leave. And he played last year in Houston. These are names that I'm enjoying seeing. I'm hoping the Lions can do it. You hope that Bob Quinn and his crew can make it happen. Because it's just, it's time for this team to win but it's time for this team to have some playmakers on defense. Bob Quinn said it, and you know, hey, look, you're giving a, a nickel corner a record-breaking deal at four, th- four years, thirty-six million, nine million a year. They know this secondary needs help, and there's money to be spent, and it's not too crazy. I know some people say, "How could you give Justin?" I've never even heard of Justin Coleman. He gets nine million a year. Well, Nevin Lawson was making five. And the Lions elected to let him walk. So they had a plan in place. They obviously were talking to the agent, allegedly. Uh, not until today, wink, wink. And they get the deal done with Justin Coleman. But Mark Ingram, C.J. Mosley, Honey Badger, Anthony Barr, Trey Flowers, those are names linked to the Lions right now. And I'm all for all of them. I, I can't sit here and tell you that you know, Barr would be great. I love the Honey Badger. I'm a huge Mosley fan. But again, it doesn't really fit the mold of Bob Quinn. But remember, Quinn got two pretty big names in Rick Wagner and TJ Lang a couple years ago. He did. So it can be done. As far as the Nevin Lawson deal, by the way, that means no more 2014 uh, Lions draftees are, are on the team. They're all gone. So the Martin Mayhew crop has left us. And this leads to another topic for today that I've got to get into in regards to what I'm seeing with the lions in terms of a trend of the players that they're letting walk. We'll get into that next here on locked on lions for this Monday into Tuesday, crazy first day of free agency on the lockdown podcast network. We'll be right back. Welcome back everybody to locked on lions right here on the lockdown podcast network, Matt Derry with you on this first day of free agency. Again, Danny Amendola in one year, one year deal, four and a half million. Justin Coleman, cornerback, four years, $36 million for the Lions. Um, I'm interested in seeing what uh, some of the Lion fans have to say about this. I'm checking out Kyle Mikey's Twitter right now. Um, Collins and Barr would be better throwing Mark Ingram for a cheap one-year deal, and I'm happy. Coleman actually makes plays on the ball. Seems like a lot for Nickel Corner, but what do I know? Seahawks fans say he's a stud. Uh, does that mean does that leave them any money for Collins Bar or flowers? Yeah, they still got they still have thirty million dollars left to spend. Plenty of time, plenty of money for the Lions to spend. So far, so good. I like it. Uh, Landon Collins, by the way, is off the board. Ian Rappaport reporting the Giants' star safety is going to sign a six-year deal worth eighty-four million dollars. Holy smokes! <laughs> Fourteen million a year. For Landon Collins with the Washington Redskins. That's a lot of money. Holy moly. Daniel Snyder breaking the bank for Landon Collins. I want to make sure I got that right. What's well, 84 divided by 6? Yep, $14 million a year for Landon Collins. So that sucks. I would have loved to have seen him in Detroit. But he's going to Washington, and his career will die with the Redskins now. Because that is... As bad an organization as you'll find. Six years, $84 million for the Skins. He's going to stay in the division and play the Giants twice a year. Man, that is fantastic. All right, I'm noticing a trend with the Lions and the players that they are letting go. And this, I think, fits the narrative of what Quinn and Patricia want in a player. Me, I want a player that's good. I want a guy that's talented. If he talks to the media, great. If he talks on Twitter, don't care. But it appears that the Lions do care. Think about this for a second. Eric Ebron let go, let walk for nothing. Not even a trade. T.J. Lang wanted to stay. Would have taken a pay cut. Gone. Glover Quinn. Gone. Golden Tate. Traded. While the team is in the race for a playoff spot. And even in the division at the time. What do Golden Tate... TJ Lang, Eric Ebron, and Glover Quinn all have in common. They all were terrific with the media. They all were willing to talk. Golden Tate would talk and sometimes say some things that were controversial. TJ Lang did his own segment on DetroitLions.com and showed up weekly in studio with 97 on the tickets, Mike Valeni, and was an open book. Eric Ebron, still to this day, tweeting every single day, it seems like, about the Lions and getting himself into trouble, and was an open book and a talker. And Glover Quinn was as good a soundbite as you will find, and on days when reporters could not get a player to save their life to come speak into a microphone, Glover Quinn would step up, and Glover Quinn would speak. Heck, he was so honest recently, he admitted to a podcast that he tried to get... Uh, released by the Lions last year. It seems to me that the Lions are trying to build a little bit of a Kremlin or wall around Allen Park. They don't want guys that are willing to talk. They don't want guys that are going to be open books with the media. Matthew Stafford's not going anywhere. Why? He doesn't say anything. He's not an open book. He talks once a week. It's mandated. But what does he really say? Do you notice a trend here? So for all of you that say, oh, the Lions need to go get Antonio Brown. The Lions need to sign Le'Veon Bell. Why aren't the Lions going after this guy and that guy? Well, look at their history. If those players have any type of history with talking or getting in any kind of trouble, Kareem Hunt, ring a bell, Lions aren't going to be in on those guys. Antonio Brown, that guy, shit talks more than anybody. So any player that you hear has interest in the Lions or vice versa, double-check and triple-check and make sure that that player is somebody that is going to stay pretty quiet when it comes to the media and when it comes to social media. Who's left that the Lions have that is a a busy bee on social media? Darius Slay, maybe? Well, he's not going anywhere. He's clearly their best player. You know, Quandre Diggs, he, he seems all right on Twitter, but he's not that much of an open book. And he got an extension from Bob Quinn. I think the Lions want muzzled, robotic-type players. Unless your name is Darius Slay. Because T.J. Lang wanted to come back. But if talking with T.J. didn't exist, and T.J. on Villaini didn't exist, would they maybe have had a different outcome with him and offered him less money to stay? I'm just throwing it out there as a theory would love to hear your comments on it. Do you agree or disagree with me? Facebook, Matt Derry, Facebook fan page, and on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. That's the recap for today. Again, Lions, two signings today. Danny Amendola, one year, four and a half million. And also, Justin Coleman, cornerback, X of the Seahawks, four years, 36 million. Coleman allowed a sub-85.0 passer rating in the slot in each of the past two seasons. Uh, Slot coverage in 2018, coverage snaps 7th, yards per coverage snaps 12th, coverage snaps per receiver 9th in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, Detroit Lions edition on Twitter, at PFF underscore Lions. So, uh... Brett Whitfield writes, Coleman's 85.2 coverage grade from the slot over the past two seasons ranks third in the NFL among 63 qualifiers. Gotta like that. Justin Coleman, your number three cornerback, getting $9 million a year. Sounds like he's going to be your number two cornerback now, making that kind of money. All right, folks, that'll do it for me. We'll be back again tomorrow. Busy week with free agency. We'll recap more tomorrow right here on Locked Online. See ya.